We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the NBA Front Office Show live. That means it's NBA Front Office Show, day before the trade deadline, and Trevor's birthday. Let's go. <laughs> I, I did not know what to expect there. <laughs> it, it just came off the top of the dome. I just went with it. It felt good off my hands. All, all I got, I got a text from Keith right before we came on here. It just said, I'm going to yell. I said, okay. <laughs> I had no idea what he was going to yell. That Let's was epic. Go. Let's go. Uh, we are less than 24 hours away from the NBA trade deadline. We were sitting down to record today's show. We said, you know what? Things are moving so quickly. We might as well just, just go live. So we're, we're up to the minute on everything here as it's happening. So that's the plan here. Yes, indeed, it is my birthday as well. But uh, I, I can't complain that I get to spend it talking NBA basketball, particularly NBA basketball right before the trade deadline. Let's go. Yeah, man, it, it, it's funny that my I told my wife, today's Trevor's birthday, and she's like, so he spends his birthday on the trade deadline, and I spend my birthday on the NBA draft. Like, mm -hmm. be better to your friends in your life than this, and as if I have control over the NBA calendar. But, you know, hey, I know you enjoy it, so let's go, man. This is this is fun. We got a couple deals to break down. We got That's about right. 9 million rumors, a extremely weird medical report. Situation. Yeah, what, a so, tune up? Is yeah, he, is yeah. he a piano? <laughs> is, is he a car? Like, is yeah, he a car? Man. What's happening yeah, well, here? What are you doing here? So let's uh let, let's go. And then of course we're getting uh more notifications. This one is the last two minute report is out from yesterday. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, um, and by the way, if, if anything happens mid-show, of course, we will break it down. We'll talk about everything that, that's going yeah. on. Um, you know, and I appreciate all of the birthday well wishes. You know what? I'm gonna drop a link here in the in the chat. Uh, which is to the the basketball bulletin, which is Keith's uh, and I Substack. Uh, if if you guys want to do something for my birthday, go uh, go sub go subscribe to the basketball bulletin. Seriously, that that would be uh, I would really appreciate that. Go check out the basketball bulletins or Substack. We write a lot of the stuff that kind of we don't get to put anywhere else. Um, so go check out the basketball bulletin, which is our Substack. Again, I dropped the link in the uh, in the comments there. Yeah, that is a wonderful uh, birthday present idea for, for sure. uh, Trevor. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, D'Lo got a tune-up, bro, bro, a Lambo. That's from uh, Julian Rojas in the chat. So, he's playing like a Lambo, for sure. A Lambo is still cool. 
Like, I, is that still a cool car? Like, that was like the cool car when I was a kid. I, I don't know if those are still cool or not. I've never been um, wealthy enough to be able to consider a Lambo. So I have never stopped to consider whether or not that is the cool car. I know it's a cool car. I don't know if it's the cool car. or Nor am I a car guy to where I would know. So unfortunately, I don't think I can help you out there. I would say if I could afford one, uh, I would probably think it was pretty cool. Would it be uh, Lakers yellow and purple? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Nice. Well absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've probably stolen a couple in Grand Theft Auto once upon a there time back in the day, and it's probably not called the Lambo there. It's probably called something else weird because I don't think they have the real rights. But anyway, no one cares about that. I'm already off track, and we got real stuff to talk about. Let's go. Landon says, happy birthday, Latrev Dog. Well, thank you. Do do appreciate that. Um, all yeah. right, Keith, we've got, we've got a few trades to discuss here. Uh, that have already happened. And I think we should get to these just in case anything else happens. Let's start with uh, Simone Fontecchio going to the Pistons. Uh, he goes for a second round pick. I know there were there were rights to a player in. I will admit you probably know this player much better than I do. It could have been a creative character from, from my perspective. So uh, what were your thoughts on this? Uh, our buddy Bryce was asking me earlier what I thought. I thought I, I kind of liked it for the Pistons just to, I don't like them in general giving up draft capital, but getting a rotation wing for a second round pick that that's fine value in my opinion. Yeah. I, so I did full thoughts on the trade for spot track. They're already up. They, they were up within like a half hour of the deal details coming out or so. Um, so if anybody really wants to read in depth, you can uh, check in there and see that, but I like it for Detroit. Detroit has sent signals for weeks, if not months now that, they're trying to add veterans. They're not trying to be a bad team for uh, forever and ever. They, 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 they were in on Zach Levine. I think Levine's injury has probably changed that to some level, uh, mm -hmm. but they, they, they're in on other guys. They're talking about keeping some of their own veterans. They traded Kevin Knox in this deal. Kevin Knox was, he's a replacement level guy. He was playing some for Detroit, but for the most part, he is uh, just somebody that is, just a replacement level, guys. An end-of-the-bench guy. Fontecchio had a disaster of a rookie season for the Jazz in the NBA. <clears throat> but he came in this year a much uh, more confident player, understood the NBA game better this year, and was really ready to go. So he has been uh, really good this year for Utah. He's been there mm -hmm. starting small forward for most of the season, shooting well. He's a good ball mover. He's a pretty solid defender when he has the right kind of guys around him. We'll see what that looks like in Detroit. They're not the same level of defense as um, uh, Utah is. The other piece with Fontecchio is he's just going to help open up the floor even more as a shooter uh, for this team. This gives them a little bit of cover if they do want to explore a Bogdanovich or Burks trade. They at least have him coming in. They'll have his restricted uh, free agency this summer. They can make him a restricted free agent. Very small cap hold, only about $3.9 million. So there's still going to be about $46 million or so in cap space. So it doesn't really change their plans there. So I, I like it for the Pistons quite a bit. Yeah, I, I was, uh, I'm was. i a fan of the deal uh, for them. Uh, from the, the Utah side, your thoughts there on, I mean, they're, I guess you're, you're picking up a second rounder. And like we said, though, at like the Jazz, they just got a big win over OKC. 
But Danny Ainge doesn't care about that. Well, I shouldn't say he doesn't care, but he's not going to be swayed by stuff like that and go, oh, cool, let's go. He's going to continue building methodically towards a a potentially championship caliber team. That's what he's looking to build there. That's going to be his goal, not on, you know, making the play in or something this year. Yeah. So I think what this does for the Pistons or for the Jazz rather is. One, they clear out just the open question of what do we do with Fontecchio? He was probably too good to just renounce him and not have him on next season's roster. So they free up a little bit more cap space mm-hmm. that they might have had in question. My guess is they're still probably going to have around $40 million in cap space this summer, pending what other moves they may make here in the next day or so. But I think what they're going to be looking to do is use a large chunk of that to renegotiate and extend Laurie Markkinen. Uh, that'll be a summertime move. And then the rest of it will be, let's go add some more guys. Is Fontecchio a loss? Sure. He was their starting small forward. He'd played a lot. He'd played well. But what this does for Utah is it clears a little bit of a log jam for them. It opens up minutes for Ochai Agbaji, who mm-hmm. is a second-year guy who they like quite a bit. And more importantly, it opens up a lot of minutes for Taylor Hendricks, who was one of their first-round draft picks. And he's some he's a kid who they really are high on in Utah. He was one of their their uh, lottery picks last year, and he'll be able to get in there and play a lot now. He's barely played in the NBA, but he's been pretty good in the G League. He is a really nice fit alongside Markkinen because he can shoot, he can do some stuff off the dribble, and he's a really good defensive player. I think people are going to be surprised how good he is defensively, both on-ball mm-hmm. tracking uh, players as well as his uh, weak side shot blocking is really solid as well. So opening up minutes for those two young guys is huge for the Jazz. They get a really nice second-round pick. It is the more favorable of Memphis and Washington's pick this year. Oh, so that's going to okay. be a top five second. That, that's an pick. early pick. Yeah, so that yeah. is a really good pick too, which tells you Detroit valued Fontecchio. They, 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 and Woj reported this, they didn't get him just to get him. They got him because they want to keep him and have him long-term. So that's why they gave up that pick. And then they gave up the rights to uh, Gabriel Procida, uh, oddly enough, another Italian player uh, in this trade who's also following a very similar path to Fontecchio where he played in Italy early on. Then he moved over to um, Alba Berlin in Germany, which is where Fontecchio played as well. And Proceed is very young. He's 21. He's a six foot six wing. He's a pretty good athlete. He can move. He's got good hands, pretty solid defensively. His big problem has been in Germany. He has not shot it well. So he's going to have to work on the shot, but he'll be a stash guy for a couple of years for, for Utah. They add another draft pick to Danny Ainge's uh, stash of picks and off we go. So I, I like it for the jazz as well, simply because you remove a question mark for the summer and you free up time to play a couple of young guys at the spot. Fun tech is filling right now. So it makes sense for, for both teams involved. Um, let's, before we get to the questions and comments, let's jump over to the other trade. Keith, you're, uh, your Celtics made a move to get Xavier Tillman. I hate to admit it, but I love this for the Celtics. I mean, he's such a, he's just that, that lunch pail kind of guy that will come in. That'll give you some good minutes uh, as a reserve big. That's going to grab a big rebound when you need it the most. Um, and he's the kind of guy that fans love. So, so I think this is a great deal for them. And and the two second rounders, I think may indeed set the market for what reserve bigs cost uh, for the next 
22-ish hours or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, 23 yeah, and change, I suppose. 23 and change, yeah. I um. So a couple things on this deal. There was, this is why we often say we need to see the full deal. Uh, but before we um kind of get get too overreactionary, and sure. of course, I broke my own rule and didn't do that. <laughs> um, they ended up trading Lamar Stevens in this trade as that became the salary match. The important thing there, and we'll get to Tillman's fit in a moment, was that allowed Boston? I don't know if you can hear the puppies dreaming. Uh, oh no, really making a ton of noise. <laughs> um, they they um they ended up uh, by trading Stevens. Boston retains an open roster spot, and they have still the full six point two uh, million dollar Grant Williams trade exception uh, in this deal. Though they'll, they'll create a very ridiculously small, like eighty thousand trade exception in this trade for Lamar Stevens. It'll never ever get used. Never use and quite it. frankly, Boston will lose it anyway because second apron teams can't have um, the uh, can't have trade exceptions starting next year. But anyway, this. The goal for the Celtics was fill out bench depth and Tillman fills the big man bench depth that they needed. He is probably going to be the fourth big if we're being really honest about it, because Porzingis, Al Horford, those are the top two guys And the Celtics are really comfortable with Luke Cornett. They like the way he plays. He fills his role quite well, but Tillman gives them one more guy because we know Porzingis probably a good bet. He's probably in the second half of the year before the playoffs. We'll probably miss five or six games. Mm-hmm. We'll probably see um, Al Horford continue to be fairly aggressively rested, especially on back-to-back. So Tillman just becomes a guy they can plug in and play. Uh, he shot it like complete garbage the last three years from deep. And this year he's taken more threes. He's only shooting 41% overall, which is fairly worrisome. But his uh, points – his rebounding, his defense, that's what the Celtics acquired him for. He can score a little bit. He's a you know big-time banger. He really will you know, lock in defensively. So I think they are very, very uh, happy to have Xavier Tillman coming in and have those other tools still available to add uh, to, to the roster as it goes along. Well, Keith, I think there's a couple of things at play there when we talk about Tillman's field goal percentage. For one thing, I mean, he's only taken just over six shots per game. So – yeah. It's not like he's taking yeah, a buddy. He's, he's not taking 15 shots a game or anything. Um, I also think that it, like what's what's realistic? The guy shot 61% from the field last year. Is do we really buy that he's only a 41% field goal guy? Probably not. Like, I, I don't think that's yeah, reasonable to assume that yeah, that number is gonna come up for sure. And then on top of that, I think we also have to remember the context. The the Memphis Grizzlies, they uh, you know, they've they lost pretty much everybody, right? So I, I think that what happened was Tillman was pushed into a bigger role where he was being asked to do more out of just necessity because he looked around and it was Will Smith in the empty room. Um, nobody else is there. So once that role is reduced and he's playing alongside guys that draw defensive attention, I'm not worried about his field goal percentage just fine. But the key really, like you said, it's the rebounding, does a decent job on the offensive glass as well. He's not like a, a, a crazy rim protector, but he's a strong physical player uh, that's going to give you hustle. And like I said, I think it was a it was a nice move for Boston. Yeah, I completely agree. I think we are um, looking at it in this uh, position here for the Celtics. This was almost a no cost. The picks they gave up were a 2027 Atlanta second and a 2030 Dallas second. So, they still have like six extra second round picks that they can trade. So yeah. 
the second round picks when you're in the position that the Celtics are in or any team like them, like we saw with the Bucs last year, they're mm-hmm. just currency to be added in trades. You're, you're not worried about moving them in, in trades. So the, this is re- really important. And they, they'll be in a spot where, like you said, they still have an open roster spot. They still have that whole Grant Williams TPE. They're very willing to, to do some stuff here to keep things moving. We'll see if Lamar Stevens even sticks with the Grizzlies. My guess is probably not. Um, I think what will happen is they'll ultimately waive him to free up a roster spot to to be able to sign Gigi Jackson to a standard contract. That That's something they absolutely have to get done yeah. uh, before the end of this year, ideally. But I think the, um, the other piece of that, too, in Memphis is maybe something more is to come, right? We've, like we said, we sure. still got 23 hours to go, so maybe there's something else. I want to go back to one thing on the Pistons trade because yeah. I forgot to mention it. That trade actually won't happen until tomorrow because Kevin Knox is uh, trade restricted until tomorrow. He, he signed on on November 8th, so he's got to wait three months uh, to be traded right. after a guy is signed. So it, it'll be November 8th, translates to February 8th, three months. So that trade will go through tomorrow. Okay. All right. Good detail, but you know it, it's it's going to get done. Uh, that's the the key there. Uh, I've got a lot of people in the chat that are asking, what – what is a tune-up? What's going on with D'Angelo Russell? Does this mean something? Um, apparently, he was at practice today. Darvin Ham told reporters there, including our old da- our own Daniel Starkand, that uh, he had a tune-up procedure and that he his status for tomorrow's game is up in the air. So obviously, if he's if he's not just out for tomorrow's game, whatever it was, must have been minor. But this is fairly odd for a team to announce some type of procedure for a player after practice with the coach saying it rather than, you know, the team issuing a press release, um, just, just strange. And then the timing of it ahead of the trade deadline is a little, you know, a little weird too, but I wouldn't think they would say, I, I think they would come up with something like, I don't know. He has lower back soreness, which is what the Murray currently has apparently, but, uh, they would make up something like that rather than say he actually had a procedure done. If this was somehow related to, you know, we're, we're about to train him or something. Yeah, it's it's very weird. I, I'm guessing this has nothing to do with uh with uh, a trade. It, it just seems crazy to to me for this. So um so we'll 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 see. It just seems odd the the phrasing. I wish I'm oh. seeing people drop in the chat now. He's been ruled out for tomorrow. Is that that what what happened here? Uh, no, so Dave, Dave McMenamin right now is saying a team, he just tweeted this, a team spokesperson for the Lakers clarified D'Angelo Russell underwent a treatment rather than a procedure. Russell will doing? likely be listed as questionable for the Denver game. Like, what are we doing? Treatment, tune-up, procedure, surgery. Just call these things what they are. If it's a right. treatment, we all get it, right? Like, hey, hand up. I'm going for a treatment tomorrow morning on my back. Like let's, you know, it is what it is. Like, oh, God. Okay. But, what time are you going? So we all know exactly right? when yeah, all the trades very, are going to start the break in the morning on the East Coast <laughs> So it's uh yeah. So it's not like treatments, not a, no one would even have blinked an eye, right? Everybody'd be like, Oh, okay. It is. What yeah. It is. So, right. You know, it's, yeah, it's the phrasing of tune up that I think gets people a little like, Whoa, what is that? Um, you know, there. So, all right. We're, I think we're probably, good right right in the in the clear on that one okay let, let's yeah. get into some of our our chat questions here uh al farcott said happy birthday to you yeah i, I think love. that's that's, a, that's a my boy love. Sure. for anybody who just joined in it's trevor's birthday today 
It is. That's right. It is my birthday. I'm spending it here with you guys again. I'll, I'll drop it one more time. I, hey, cheap plug. If you guys want to get me something for my birthday, go subscribe to the Basketball Bulletin, which is our uh, Substack. Check it out. We're just getting that going and uh, get our, our NBA thoughts and the written word there. It gets delivered directly to your inbox as well whenever we post something. So that's really cool. It goes straight to your email. Uh, Isle Farkash said, what do you think of a Murray for Fultz and stuff trade in fit and future intentions? Maybe three-team deal with the Lakers. Happy birthday, Trevor. Well, thank you uh, for the birthday wishes there. Uh, Murray and F Murray for Fultz and stuff. So uh, DeJounte Murray to the, the Magic. What are your thoughts there? I mean, you're in Orlando. You're pretty plugged into that team. Yeah, I'm like they wouldn't like Fulton stuff. This stuff could be like draft compensation. Sure, because I think Fultz is really close. If not, you throw a minor contract the Hawks' way to match salary for Murray. Um, yeah, a three-team trade with the Lakers. I don't know that there's a deal that makes a lot of sense there, unless the Lakers want to be the one that takes back Fultz. Um, in that spot, I think if the Magic wanted to do something they would just cut the Lakers out and do it themselves. So, mm -hmm. so I think that would be a, um, a, a spot where I think, uh, you know, they, they would just go in that, that uh, um, position that way. I don't hate the idea. I think uh, DeJounte Murray could be very good. I've said this repeatedly. Um, I don't want anyone coming to Orlando that takes away from Paolo and Franz meeting is a mm -hmm. much large, much larger ball dominant type guy. I want someone who can add to them, ease the burden a little bit, but can also play off them. I think Murray could do enough of that, that that would make sense. His defensive ability, which I think will be better when he's in a better situation. He'll look much more like the Spurs defender that he was. Mm -hmm. I, I think that'll be um, something that will, uh, you know, could, could fit there. So we'll see. I, I don't, I don't think Orlando's going that big at this trade deadline, but I will say under Jeff Waltman, since he's taken over, and I think this is like year, I want to say maybe six, seven now of him uh, running the magic at the trade deadline. He's done something every trade deadline. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, there's Mari and Paulo. I don't think they really have beef. I think it's more uh, two competitive guys from the same area that like to go at each other. So, you know, maybe sometimes those guys bad. make the best teammates. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the thing. So, yeah, and I also think, too, to relate it to that, if the Lakers want to get DeJounte Murray, I think they just do it. They wouldn't need Orlando to be involved, I wouldn't imagine. So, right, yeah, we'll, we'll I agree. Unless that whole third team for D'Angelo Russell thing makes sense, but I don't I don't know how much stock I actually put into that. Um, yeah. Mr. Easley said, happy birthday, Trev. Hello, Keith. Hello. Thank you. Uh, Doug, not Dave McMenamin, said, my trade horn for the Pistons. <laughs> Come on, guys. Happy birthday. Uh, I mean... The Pistons, the Pistons got things kicked off. Now, does that open the floodgates here? Do we start to see more trades coming through? I know Woj on his podcast this morning said that there was stuff that was close for today and there would be some things that got done. Um, I, I liked it. it uh, you know, his the, the PG version of his phrasing was today is is BS Wednesday. Tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow will be, uh, what did he call it? Toy gun. Toy, toy gun. Yeah, I don't know what that. What exactly does that mean? Does that mean you're just you're just shooting over and over and over? Or I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Oh yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what that means. But regardless, it's this is still like you're throwing around offers and stuff. And oh no, we definitely need two first. You're starting to get a little more realistic though. And then it's tomorrow. Hey, are we doing this or not? Clock's ticking. You know, let's go. Yeah. 
Yeah, and what it part of these things is like the Fontecchio uh, trade is, I think, along the lines of, hey, we've got other offers for him. We like yours. We, and we want to send him there. We think that's good for him too. If you don't want to do that, then like we're moving on. We want to move to mm-hmm. to whatever the next thing is. Um, since we had uh, Doug, not Dave, here uh, in the chat, and he's he's one of our Pistons buddy. Kyle Metz also says that Fontecchio move was holding up the whole trade market. That's uh, what it was. Would be absolutely hilarious. I, I love <laughs> it was... If it came out, and Woj was like, once the Fontecchio trade got done, we 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 finally were able to see LeBron James get traded to the you know, Orlando <laughs> Magic. Like that was holding everything up because there was a like, 29 team trade together deal or something. Like Kevin Durant a couple summers ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Or yep. like LeBron every single time he's been a free agent. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, the entire I trade market just waits. Pops out this summer and then signs on like September 3rd. And nobody oh, like and nobody does anything. Keith, you I and I both have vacations planned in mid to late July. Yeah. Let's hope that is not the case. True. Yeah, we or, need or it done. really does hold all the way through, like yeah. Jalen Brown's extension. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, on the way, didn't that happen while you were well, on, on your trip? Cruise. That's yeah. right. That did. Yep. That did. Well, you I was were supposed to be you, disconnected. I was texting you what time NBA <laughs> Today was on. You're supposed to be it. disconnected. You're supposed to be relaxing and you're, and you're saying, Hey, can you put this information out for me? I can't get on Twitter. This is my most favorite thing in the world outside of the family. So this is relaxing for me. This is how I have fun. Uh, Vinny said, happy birthday, Trevor. Thanks for all you did. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. Let's hope we get a trade for us. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think every fan base around the league, if your team doesn't do anything, you feel disappointed. But as I always say, and maybe it's, little solace here no trade is better than a bad trade and that's and that's key to remember in situations like these but everybody is living off that that hope right now that their team is going to make uh the big move here that's uh that's going to set them up for whatever their goals are whether it's future whether it's now you know whatever it is yeah i i think we all have like the fomo right like Sure. My team's not doing anything. Why are you not doing anything? And like Mike Malone said about the Denver Nuggets, they gave a really good quote where he's like, "We don't really need to do anything. Like we're we're pretty good. We like the guys we have, and they're a pretty good team. So sometimes it doesn't make sense. Like you said, sometimes the best trade is no trade." Mm-hmm. All right, uh, JJ Castillo said, "Happy birthday, Trevor. Hope you have a great one. Thank you. Appreciate that." Smokey said, do you think Zach opted for surgery as soon as he heard the Pistons trade rumors? LOL. Seems convenient. Happy birthday, big dog and big up King Keith. Uh, I did I see that joke. My water. <laughs> you, you, you like that one? That I saw that joke going around quite a bit that yeah. Zach, Zach was like, wait, I'm being traded to Detroit. Operate on this foot right now, right now uh, in order to put a stop to that. I highly doubt that was the case. But it is kind of funny to to think of that way. Yeah, you know, there, there is um stuff. We're now seeing uh, whoever this team spokesman was must have ran every Lakers reporter. It was like, it was treatment. It was treatment. <laughs> yes. Now, like I'm watching that all flow in. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Tweet deck here. So. Yeah, they're, they're like, is, wait, Darvin said what? Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rob, like Rob Palenka right now is probably like, Darvin, I, yeah. I can't deal with this right now. The clock is ticking. Come on, there's man. Gonna, there's going to be like a, a PR class tonight where it's going to be like, let's go over terms we use and don't use. Let's <laughs> let, let's be smart about these conversations, especially a day ahead of the trade deadline. So, yeah. Go, and, Golden Knight. You'll love this, Keith. Golden Knight over on Twitter, who's part of, of Lakers Twitter, uh, tweeted out. Damn it. Who typed procedure on the teleprompter for the last time? Anything you put on the prompter, Ham will read. That is good. That's cool. That's well done. That is awesome. Well done. Well done. That was uh, one of our drops for a while. That was it. It still is. If we get if we get any breaking news during the show, it still will be. And we have our trade drop too, which hopefully we get to play quite a bit. That's right. That's All right, right. Man, we get a lot of questions today. This we great. do, yeah. We should we should get moving here. Hello from Perth, Western Australia, where it's five a.m. Wow, welcome in at five a.m. Early What's going morning. On? What trades have happened? What trades happened overnight? Come on, yeah, I'm not right? say one. Yeah, you? you're you're ahead oh. of us here. Yeah, you're uh, thoughts on <laughs> thoughts on what the Clippers will likely do. Happy birthday, Trevor! It's my birthday tomorrow. Oh, so you get an actual trade deadline birthday then? That's pretty cool. Well, does he? Well, or is it the day after? Or wait. Kind of, I don't know. Sure. I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the happy birthday time, anyway. Time zones broke my brain. But uh, the Clippers, it's it's really revolving around P.J. Tucker yep. for them, right? And what they can do with that with that contract. And then, you know, we've heard P.J. Washington as a potential player for them. So maybe they're able to get something done there. You know, they'll be aggressive. You know, Steve Ballmer isn't going to mind spending money, especially if they can add a piece. They're now the one seed in the Western Conference. Um, so this is a team that that is going to look to make a push to to go all in to win right now. Of course, that's the mode that they're in, and so the the thing to do is keep an eye on that PJ Tucker contract, and then can they turn that into something that's going to help them, a bench player uh, that can help them uh, for now and into the playoffs. Yeah, and that's here's the important thing: last chance for the Clippers to add salary in a trade next year. They're going to be a second apron team barring something crazy like Paul George and James Harden decide they want to play somewhere else. And that's not going to be a thing. So they're going to be a second apron team. So this is their last chance to go add salary via trade. So I think what we're going to see is I do think we're going to see PJ Tucker get traded uh, before tomorrow's deadline. And I think it'll be for a player that has a few years under contract Mm -hmm. or someone that is very set up for the Clippers to resign. Um, It'll probably be like another four. I, I, Kind of begs the question, 
why not just play PJ Tucker? But clearly they don't feel like he's the right fit with what they need. So I, I do think you're going to see. Then the question becomes, does P, let's say it was PJ Tucker for PJ Washington in yeah. the, the PJ masks were involved. PJ squared. Yeah. PJ PJs. Yeah. Let's go. Um, PB and J. I don't know. We'll, we'll workshop it more. Um, but I think there could be, it's funny because now you're thinking of stupid puns. No, now, now I'm trying to remember the, the PJ mask catchphrase. It's something, something. Cause in the night we'll save the day. The nighttime is what, the right time to fight crime. Something, something like that. Yeah. There you right? go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That was like right on the tail end of our daughter liking that stuff. But if they did P.J. Washington for P.J. Tucker, I think what you would see then is P.J. Tucker works some kind of bio um, with the uh, mm. with the um, the uh, Hornets. So if it's a team like that that can't use P.J. Tucker, he gets set free. There's already rumors the Miami Heat want him back. Uh, they, they would love to bring him back. They feel like they need to add some more toughness. They can go from there. Clippers will sign P.J. Brown. I like that. Uh, E.L. Farkash. I'm sorry, my man. I will not be at Magic Spurs tomorrow. There's too much going on. I'll be, I will be uh, tied to the desk. We're going to do our live show. Mm-hmm. Then have multiple radio oh, appearances. We should talk about that. Yeah, live show tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we will start. Um, with everything to tomorrow, live uh, front office show. Uh, so a couple hours ahead of the deadline. So we'll catch up on anything that happens between the time we finish this show and the time we start tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be live straight through the deadline. The, the latest we'll run is five because I have radio at five that I have to do. But but if nothing's really going on, we'll maybe end at four or four thirty. But as long as there's stuff going on and stuff to talk about, we'll go. We'll have a lot of fun with all that. That's a um. Yeah, that is that would be a long show. That'll be a four hour show if, if yeah. we go. If we go I think that that's far. what but we did last year. Maybe it is. Yeah, because oh, so we'll I think what... I was like, all right, I have to go do radio. Bye. And then we, we ended. And so, then we called it. Uh, Mike Wolf asked the, the false Trevor, maybe an earlier start if trades break early. Probably not because I know I have some commitments in the morning yeah. that I have to handle. So pro- probably not. We'll, we'll catch up. If, I mean, if there is between now and then, if there is a monster unexpected trade, LeBron gets traded to Orlando. I'm going to keep saying it until it happens. Um, we, we we will go live. Trust me. We will figure out a way to go live. I'll be live from the chiropractor on my phone sitting like in front of me as I'm face <laughs> Getting an adjustment talking yeah, about, there it is. about it. Well, based on the new CB. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, hold on a minute here. Wait, wait a second. I'm having a spasm. Let's go. Yeah, no, it'll be, uh, it's going to be a fun day tomorrow. All right. Uh, Smokey said, Keith, do you think the Celtics will re-sign Drew before the re-sign deadline, even though your second apron, I think he'll uh, take something team friendly. Yeah. So Drew Holiday becomes extension eligible. He had to wait six months after the trade um, to Boston. So that is late April when that will finally lift because that trade happened so late in the offseason. So what what will happen with uh, Drew Holiday is when he becomes extension eligible, I do think him and Boston will get an extension done. And I think what you're going to see is his number for next year. He'll opt out of his player option most likely. His number will come way down, but Boston will add years onto his deal. It'll probably be something like a three or four year extension where he makes up all the money. He just gets to spread it over multiple years. That tends to be where it goes for players of, of his age. So, so we'll see now a lot could change between now and in his extension eligibility date in April. So don't hold me to that, but I think that's where this is very likely headed. Yeah, that makes sense. 
That makes sense. Yeah. He uh, also just for what it's worth to Brian Robb, who covers the Celtics. I uh, had a quote from uh, Drew Holiday where he talked about him and his wife were already. If you don't know the holidays, his wife played for the U.S. Women's uh-huh. uh, National Team. She also had brain cancer, which was like super scary, and thankfully survived that and everything. But the holidays get extremely involved in every community that they've been in. So Philadelphia, New Orleans, uh, Milwaukee, then uh, now Boston, I, Portland. I don't think they're ever Portland. really there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I, yeah, I think that was, uh, you know, hey, thanks for having us. See you later. Um, but they get very involved. They're already doing that in Boston, uh, getting very involved. And Drew Holiday talked about how, like, hey, this 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 is a great fit for us. Our kids are already very happy here. And that, that starts to mean a lot more to these guys as they get deeper into their careers. So I think there is a, that also leans towards, I think he's hinting at, Hey, we get stuff done. And to be quite honest, my guess is they all know where exactly where this is going already. And you Mm -hmm. just have to wait for the dates to be right to, to get it all finished. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Muffin break said, I think the trade value for Caruso is at its highest. Now should the bulls trade him? Yes. The bulls, the report that came out today, like the Bulls are hopeful of making the play-in tournament. Like, I mean, everybody's laughing at Chicago. The rest of the East sucks, but that, yeah, I mean, that's but not they're, exactly they're, an accomplishment. They're they're falling into the play-in. Yeah. You know, it, it, they it's clear they need to make moves. Like Bulls fans have got to just be face palming when they see stories like that. They're like, we know what needs to happen. You need to to just pull the bandaid off and and rebuild this thing. Um, and all the best, Trev Dog. Wish you nothing but the best. Well, thank you for that. Uh, should the Bulls trade Caruso? Yeah, I mean, yeah. right now the asking price is very high, but DeRozan, Caruso, maybe Vucevic. And I mean, these are all guys that really they they should move on from. But the name we keep hearing is Andre Drummond as the team that everybody's after, or a lot of teams are after right now. That He seems the most likely player to be traded, but really the Bulls should be trading all these guys, especially DeRozan. Like, and maybe they will, but I, I would assume he's gone this summer unless they move him now. Yeah, I think we're going to be in a spot with DeRozan where is it's probably the conversation is going to continue through till tomorrow afternoon of can we get an extension done? Where are we at with this? And if they're not, then you have to really think about trading them. As far as Caruso goes, yeah, I think his value is as high as it's ever going to get because this is a guy who picks up a lot of injuries. Um, you know, So if he gets hurt again, then I think what your worry is, if it's serious enough, can you get value for him next yeah. next off season? Uh, can you get value for him in the summer? I don't know if a lot of people um, uh, saw the game last night. They played the Timberwolves, but if you subscribe to the basketball bulletin for Trevor's birthday, which is our uh, combined mm-hmm. Substack project together, uh, you can read my game notes and you would know Andre Drummond and Nikola Vucevic started together. Uh, they they started the game together against the big Timberwolves and they played actually really well together too. So I, I just think it would maybe a little bit of a showcase for Drummond uh, and they kind of go from there. But yeah, I think we're in a spot where we could, uh, you know, see them definitely move on from Andre Drummond just because I think that's another chance of, Hey, let's trade this guy before he's a free agent this summer and he moves on to somebody else. But yeah, if you, if you have an offer of a first round pick for Alex Caruso, you got to take it like that. That seems crazy to me if you don't do that, but who knows? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, the bulls, uh, they, they don't exactly operate like a lot of other teams do. Yeah. That, and that's, you're being polite. <laughs> um, try to be. DA Baracus. Were you an A team fan? Oh yeah. An A team. Yep. BA yeah. Baracus. Uh, happy birthday. Looking swole. Love the trade machine. See Keith, you're looking swole. I think he's saying you look small. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I mean, I might look swole. My back is swole. I can tell you that much. <laughs> uh, but I'll take the love for the trade machine. Thanks. Yeah, the Spot Track trade machine is live. You can find it uh, right on Spot Track's homepage, and you you can go um, over there. We've already got the, the deals updated as they come in. We we put them in as estimates until we know the official details, then we flip them over to official and. Uh, my analysis from the earlier trade of the day, Fontecchio to the Pistons is up. The Tillman uh, to Boston trade analysis will be up sometime, probably within an hour or so. Uh, I'll get yeah. to working on that when we finish up here. Yeah, we'll we'll go a few more minutes here and then uh, and then we'll call it. Uh, Doug, not Dave, said for your yeah. birthday, I subscribed. Oh, thank you. Uh, you guys that, are friends. You guys, thank you very much. We we do appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I know the know the ledge says I'm jacked. I mean, I am pretty pretty jacked. Look at that. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> now someone's going right. to clip that, and that's going to show up somewhere where. What? Why? <laughs> somebody says they can't hear us. You, you must be on mute, my man. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, why yeah, I, I think right. we're good. Yeah. Drummond and Barris Colbert last night. I don't know about that. Uh, Kyle asked uh, feedback um, or error reports to the trade machine. You, my email is in my bio on uh, Twitter slash X. You can um, send it to me to, through that email. Uh, Jackson is absolutely right. Can't wait for the stream to end. And then a blockbuster trade goes down. Yeah, probably. Yes. Right? Yeah. We've been, but, we, I know we both have things to do here in the next little bit. So that'll probably be how it will go down. So Keith, before we, we call it here, what's your prediction for tomorrow? Just general. What, what do you think is going to happen tomorrow, uh, for <laughs> the actual trade deadline? Smokey asks, can we have unscheduled nonsense for five minutes, please? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but we'll see. I do want to cover one thing we didn't cover yesterday mm -hmm. and we should have. Um, the New Orleans Pelicans, sorry, and, and then I'll answer your, your question you asked. Sure. The New Orleans Pelicans have draft rights to a guy named Carlo Makkovich, um, who is, uh, they drafted him a couple years ago. News came out of Europe yesterday. I don't think we covered this, did we? No, we didn't. Okay. So news came out from his Slovenian club that he left the club because he was going to the NBA. So, which is pretty rare that a club hmm. will say that unless something is already in place. My guess is what we're going to see is sometime tomorrow after the trade deadline, when the Pelicans have kind of done whatever else they may do in the next day or so here, Matt Kovic is going to get signed. I think a lot of people think he's going to go to a two-way and they'll convert Matt Ryan or Jeremiah Robinson Earl. It could be, but I think uh, Matt Kovic could also get a uh, standard contract. Just a little interesting thing there. They have his draft rights as a second-round pick, so they could use the second-round pick exception. They could use the um, the, uh, the remainder that they have of the non-taxpayer mid-level to sign Matt Kovic. There's a lot of ways, and it's important to remember they got below the luxury tax when they traded Kyra Lewis Jr. in the deal to um, to ultimately to the Raptors. They went to the Pacers, then ultimately to to uh, Toronto. Uh, someone's asking, is Makovic any good? He has played pretty good. He's a big guy. He's about six foot eleven, uh, forward center. He's a little little on the skinny side, but he can shoot it some. He runs the floor pretty well. He's pretty tough inside. So I think uh, he could be somebody who could turn out to really be something for New Orleans. Okay. All right, so there's something there that um, th that's important to keep an eye on, especially if he is indeed coming over. Um, we got a couple um, more. What on your your question for tomorrow? Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a busy day. I yeah. I, I really do. I, My, minor names though. 
Yes, I think it's going to be a lot of role players moving around, like we saw today, Simone Fontecchio. We saw Xavier Tillman Sr. get moved. I think it'll be more trades like that, probably probably slightly bigger names than those guys, but I don't think we're going to get any superstar trades. I'll be surprised if we see anybody move that makes over $20 million. Maybe, maybe, maybe we see something like uh, an Andrew Wiggins trade out of Golden State. That could be a kind of thing. But I don't think we're going to be like, Oh my God, KD, Kyrie, nothing like that. I I don't think any of those trades are on are on the table. But yeah, I think a Bruce Brown, yeah, sure, that's another guy who makes over twenty million mm-hmm. could definitely get moved. I think we're gonna have a busy day tomorrow with a lot of moves like that because a lot of teams are trying to get get in position to to do a lot of stuff. Uh, all right, last thing that we've got: uh, Rui Woods, JHS for Wendell Carter and Suggs. They're they're not doing that. No they were they wouldn't do that for one of those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you're not you wouldn't get Jalen Suggs for that package. Never mind no. Carter and Suggs. Yeah, yeah, uh, that wouldn't no wouldn't chance. happen. Okay. Uh, all right, Keith. Let's. Uh, okay, I was just double checking to make sure nothing had gone down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw but, somebody threw threw something in the chat there, and it's like, wait, did something happen? So, no, nothing. Yeah, I'm trying to keep my eye on the show, on the chat, and on TweetDeck, and I'm uh, failing miserably at all of it. <laughs> so. uh, un- unscheduled nonsense here, Keith. What is what is the first thing? Like when the trade deadline is done and the dust has settled, what do you do? Like for me, like I've been on pins and needles all week. I'm tired. I can feel it. It's a good tired. No question. This is this is great. This is amazing. I love this. But I'm definitely exhausted. What do you do once the dust all, all settles? Is it just an exhale? Do you have some something that you you know you go get a massage or what? What, what do you do? Well, that is going to happen, but that's that's for other reasons. Um, I so tomorrow afternoon when like we trade deadline goes goes we finish our show. I can honestly say that the next two things that happen when I finish a couple radio appearances will be I'll start working on my cap sheets mm-hmm. because they're going to be a mess. So I'm going to have to do a lot of work on cap sheets. And then the next next thing I do, I do 2024 updated cap space projections because it's we're, we're already now in my world. We have now shifted into off-season mode. I'll be monitoring the bio market. Obviously, I have a piece up sure. on SpotTrack all about bio candidates. For something fun, I am planning Friday afternoon at some point, if things are relaxed enough, I'm going to try to watch a movie. Um, okay. I've got a bunch of stuff piled up that I really want to see. So, But some of that will also depend on um, going to the chiropractor Friday afternoon. So, uh, And that's a good way to say, probably not going to have a front office Friday show, guys, because you're getting, you got this show, you're getting a long show tomorrow. Um, we'll, we'll be ready for a break. What about you? What's, what's your, like, like, what's your moment? I'm drinking. That's, there you go. Th- that's the way that's going. No, we're uh, we're gonna go out to dinner for my birthday. I said we need to wait until the weekend until okay. after all the trade deadline stuff is coming gone. Uh, so we're gonna go go do that. I'm gonna go get some Mexican food, some chips and guac, and uh, and have some margaritas and and have a good time. That's that's my plan to kind of unwind from all the all the trade deadline <laughs> madness. That's yep. the plan. That is perfect. Yeah. Ja- get, Jackson get, says get. soda. Yes, I'm gonna go have some Dr. Peppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know that was that. that was our code when uh, when I was teaching. By the way, Keith was whenever myself and the other coaches were talking about like, hang, like, hey, let's hang out this weekend, and you know we'll go to a bar or something like that. We would always say because there'd be kids around, we would say, hey, let, let's get together. We'll have some Dr. Peppers this weekend. Yeah, uh, that was that was yep. the code. 
That that makes sense. Yeah, you have to have that one. I had a, uh, you know, people, uh, you know, there. It's somebody's telling me not to pull a Deshaun Watson. I'm going to a chiropractor, so it's not not even that kind of massage place. So don't, no, no worries about that. You're not going to see my name in the news uh, for for anything. We'll, we'll all be good. So yeah, yeah, man. I I'm so happy for you that you're going to get some downtime. Enjoy your birthday tomorrow. Uh, d- delayed, but sometimes that's best, right? You get you get to have a little bit of fun today and tomorrow and then 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 you'll get to have your your birthday fun after that so yeah, yeah. it'll be probably friday saturday i'll go out do something it'll go. be a good time yeah, yeah. perfect julian yeah. saying uh it need ktl something yeah i got i got something cooking for you julian be 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 on time tomorrow when the show starts you're gonna miss it because i'm only doing it once let's go can't wait can't wait all right so tomorrow uh we're going live that's going to be one o'clock eastern time that's two hours before the trade deadline we'll break down anything that's happened between right now and then And then, of course, we'll be breaking down all of the news, all the trades as they come out. As the news breaks, we'll be right here talking through it all. So please come join us tomorrow. Again, final cheap plug. Go check out our Substack Basketball Bulletin. I've dropped the link a bunch of times in the chat already. So you guys can find that. And we'll see you guys tomorrow for the trade deadline. Thank you again, everybody. Till then, see ya and stay safe. Happy birthday! Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.